0: No. Welcome Hi to every-
1: Pet Psychic Radio. Hi, everyone. It's Laura and Eyeball with Pet Psychic Radio. Um, welcome to our show today. We've got a great show. We've got some callers on online waiting, and uh, we're going to talk about some current events that are going on in the animal world. Um, I do you want to share those with us
2: first? Um, sure. Well, there's a couple things I looked online today and found uh, one story in particular that was interesting where there's a guy in New York that is uh, – that has some tigers, like white tigers, like a couple of them in his backyard, and I guess the the neighbors are complaining because they can't seem to sell their homes because people are afraid to move next door to the tigers.
0: Yeah,
1: and so I have um I have a friend who is a white tiger, and so I thought that we could uh, talk to her and ask her what she thinks about uh being in captivity and what she thinks about animals um, or white tigers kept in captivity. So um, let me get in touch with her, na- her now. Uh, her name is
2: Sally. And what Laura's doing right now is she's talking to the animals. She always does this whispery thing that sometimes you can hear. So if you look closely.
1: She says that she personally doesn't like to be in captivity because she doesn't get to run enough. But they feed me good food. They feed me food that I get to rip apart. (laughs) That's good. I wonder if it's live or not. We should ask her, do you get live food or dead food? Oh, she said that she had tried to go after a little cat outside of her cage once, but then they
2: doubled up her cage. Oh,
1: wow.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, I would think, yeah, how do you know, wild animals like that, you know, stay in captivity? I mean, it must be so unhealthy for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard for them because I had one, not Sally, but another tiger had told me once about how, it's hard on their muscles because they don't get to, like, run as much or climb mm-hmm. so that their muscles feel underdeveloped.
2: Yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah, and then I, I spoke to the spotted leopard once that was, um, he actually was, like, a Hollywood animal. Mm-hmm. Um, he was used for the movies. And he was really interesting. He came to a car dealership, and like a Jaguar car car dealership, to, um, you know, they had him on display for, like, an event, and so I went there and I spoke to him, and he was, like, locked on to all the children in the crowd, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what do you, d-? like, and he had, they had him in a fence that was, like, eight feet high or something, which would be nothing for a spotted leopard to, like, launch, and so, you know, like nothing. Like, how is that keeping him contained? Yeah. But And and uh, I said to him, you know, like like what are you doing? Like, I see you're locked on to something. What are you locked on to? And he says, you have no idea how hard it is for me to not go after the children because they're like such a little pray like it would be so easy and it would be fun Mm -hmm. and he says and I really like I make a conscious effort to not do that so it just goes to show like how amazing they are like how they know that they're in captivity and they know the difference of what they can and cannot do right like what's acceptable behavior
2: and what isn't gosh that must be so hard I mean they're wild wild animals I know, and so
1: many of the animals in captivity, like, they talk to me about how they, the exotics, how they love their trainers and love their people, but something's missing. Like, yeah. just something's not right. Mm-hmm. So, and then some of them have been taken from the wild, and that's just really sad. I wonder, do you know where, did they, they didn't say in this news clip about where those tigers in New York were taken from or how he
2: acquired them right? Yeah. No. I mean, they they might have, but I I can't remember. I I saw it a uh, like a little while ago. Um. So I'd have to go back to checking it out. But I think they right. might have said that. Yeah. I'd have to read the article again. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Oh, I was gonna also ask you, Laura. Um. What's been going on with your uh pets? Because I don't oh. think we talked about your pets on the last show. Like,
0: let's yeah. introduce your pets.
1: Yeah, so I have five animals, and uh, I've got Stormy, who is an Australian shepherd. He is 12 years old, and um, three cats, Makia, Serafina, and Joey, and I have a bunny named Bean, and they're my helpers. And today, um, I actually, we went to the vet because Joey, ha- my cat, has like this a little allergic reaction on his chin, and and um Stormy came cuz his teeth look like they're his gums are sort of getting infected or they're just really red, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: I take him in there and <laughs> the, the vet he tells me that I have to um brush Stormy's teeth now every day. Mm-hmm. And so and he's like, "How do you think he'll be with that?" And I'm like, "Oh, Stormy loves anything that tastes." So if the toothpaste tastes good, he's going to love it. <laughs> so so, Doctor Otto, he's like the best vet in the world. He he um he put the toothpaste on the the toothbrush and was like brushing Stormy's teeth. And so we talk a lot in my house about like positive affirmations and like thinking positive and like creating what you want and stuff. And so after yeah. Doctor Otto brushed his teeth, he said, "I think I have red gums because I've been wanting my teeth brushed."
0: So, <laughs>
4: Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. I know. I know. It's so <laughs> cute. And so
1: then I decided to get him adequate injections, which is, you know, it's like this, I don't, actually, I'm not exactly sure what adequate is, but it's like, it's great for their joints. Okay. And so, so I was telling Stormy about it and how it was going to help his knees and everything, and, and um and so he was asking me, like, does it hurt? And so then i say to the vet, does it hurt? And the vet says, yeah, like, a little bit or, like, mm-hmm. maybe it does. And mm-hmm. so, and, like, if it's deep in the muscle. And I think it's really important, like, when you bring your animal to the vet that you explain everything that's going to happen to them. Right. And, and Stormy, you know, was with us when we euthanized Maya, my old wolf hybrid. And so, you know, I'd explain to him that the needle was, like, an addict the adequate injection it was going to help his joints and it was like, sort of like Makia's diabetes shot but mm-hmm. different because it doesn't go this one will go deeper and when it was coming at him Stormy looked at me so scared and he said is it the death needle? Mm. And it's so so many of the animals when they see needles are terrified that it's the death needle mm. um, and so like if you rescue Animals from like a, a kill shelter. I think it's really important to explain to them when they go to the vet and get shots or get their blood work done that um, exactly what each needle is going to do. Like the blood work pulls blood so that you can read what's happening within the body, and it says everything that's going on with the with the organs.
4: Mhm.
1: So. Well. Yeah, so that's sort of what our excitement that happened today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Starry's so funny. I know, he's such a cutie boy. Yeah, he's kind, of he's kind of goofy. And he's kind of got this, like, really cute, like, kind of goofy look, when he's, like, staring at you.
1: I know, and he smiles at everyone. Yeah. Like, he's just, like... So smiling, and I, I asked him. The, I wrote this column the other day about like, what's your gift and what's your purpose in life? And I asked all the, all of my animals, like, what's your gift and what's your purpose? And I was like, Stormy, what's your purpose and gift? And he's like, my purpose is to make people happy, and my gift is my eyes because when anyone sees them, they smile.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so true. I love
4: to you.
2: <laughs> well, Hello. we got a lot of people on the line, um, calling in on in the queue ready to talk to you. Okay, uh, we also have great. um we also have a chat room. If you go to the blog talk radio site, um I believe it's in the bottom right corner where it tells you, um, the pet psychic you know, it'll tell you where to go or whatever. I don't
1: know, so, but do you know what I don't see it there now? It's on the homepage. Yeah, I'm there, but I don't see it.
2: On the very right, where the it says live chats or whatever. Yeah, um, it
1: would be the pet psychic, thought listed there.
2: Yeah, hit more. I oh, okay. Hit so more. There
5: you yeah. go. There,
1: there we are. You are.
2: Okay, well then, there's <laughs> one person in there right now. Um, Serenity now 75, is planning to adopt a friend for him this weekend. But I wonder, is that what he really wants, or is he happier being the only cat? Is um what they are writing. And uh, I don't know if you wanted to answer that. Um, oh, yeah, or... I don't. You see it? No. Hmm. Sorry,
1: everybody, when we're just sort of figuring out. Do you want to read it to me again?
2: Sure. Um, sorry, my my connection is a little funky here, too. Um, but I guess they are adopting a cat? Or, no, uh, adopting a friend. Oh, Here. It says, I have a two-year-old male cat named Ozzy who I had to separate from his cat buddy last month due to a breakup. And I was wondering if he's lonely. I'm planning to adopt a friend for him this weekend, but I wonder is that what he really wants or is he happier being the only
1: cat? Okay. And so we need to know what Ozzy looks like. Okay. Okay, so when you guys are writing into the chat or when you guys are calling in, um, I need to know the name of the animal and what your animal looks like, and, um, and then like I've, I said before in the last show, is what's really important, um, it cuts us on time, is if you ask your animal the question about what's, um, if you ask their, your animal the question and tell them that somebody is going to talk to them in their head to get the answer. But I think we'll just reach out
2: to Ozzy and see what we get. He's a two-year-old cat, right? Yeah. I'll see if we can. Or we can or we can wait and come back to it and take a call. Oh, see, oh, it's right here. It says, uh, he's a long-haired, black-and-white tuxedo and really oh. mellow. Okay, cool, perfect. Okay. okay, here we go with Ozzy. So,
1: also, when I'm talking to your pet, don't talk to your pet. Don't say to your pet, um, are you talking to Laura? Talk to the nice lady. That's what people do And then your animal has to listen to me and you So um, when I'm talking to your pet You want to be quiet You can pet them and everything But just don't talk to them
4: Okay Okay
1: Ozzy said that he would love one And he's thinking about an orange little kitten
2: Orange little
0: kitten.
1: I don't want anybody that will jump on my butt. I wonder if that ever happened to him.
2: I'm not sure.
1: And why I have you, can you ask my mom to give me the shaky treats? Which would probably be, like, a treat in a... um. And something that makes a shaking noise like a jar or a canister of some sort. Or maybe a bag
2: that shakes. Mm. Oh, okay. Well great. Um Serenity Now seventy five says, Yay, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe hopefully she knows she or Maybe you knows can call back, shaking you they're <laughs> they're yeah, call back if
1: you get the orange kitten and
2: see how they're Yeah, call us back if you get the orange kitten. Let us know how that goes. Um uh, okay, our first caller is Jill. I don't know what pet she has, so let's find out. Okay. Jill? Oh, hold on. Here we go.
5: Hey, Jill. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Jill. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So I am call- I am calling about Cyrus, who's a three-year-old bloodhound. Oh, wow. Bloodhound. <laughs> Cyrus has gotten increasingly aggressive. So it started with strangers walking in our house, which makes sense. They tend to be a territorial breed. Um, but now he's starting to growl at people that I know and he knows. He almost acts scared before he um, growls at them. Oh. And my, my issue, he's a show dog, and he is now wanting to growl at the judges, which is not a good oh, thing. Oh, great. So I'd like That's... to find out what's going on in his noggin. Okay, so tell me, I know you said he's a bloodhound. What does he look like? He is
1: um, black and tan. They're black and tan. So is he more tan or more black? He's more black. He's very dark. Okay. That helps. Okay, hold on. Let me get him. He says sometimes my eyes give me a headache. But hold on, let me find out why. It says it feels like sometimes his eyes hurt him, and when people come towards him, it's starting to scare him. I wonder why his eyes would start to hurt. Because that's young for... Hold on. He says he doesn't like judges because they pinch him underneath. Do they have to do that? Or is that just they a... They actually pinch. They touch. Oh, they touch. Okay, let me tell him that they're touching <laughs> and why. Is every person going to be looking in my ears and stuff? No, but
5: does the judge look in his ears, too? No, they will sometimes they look they up the ear and kind of kind of feel it, oh. but they don't look in it. Let me tell them that they have to just... And so why exactly do they actually touch the whole body? Because they're looking at confirmation, but do they have
1: to...
0: Correct,
5: Correct. they're feeling length of rib, they're feeling um, soundness, um, muscular, feel, you know, the second thigh on the rear, that sort of thing. Okay. So, I mean, them, and it's so, it's so they don't touch him any more than if I'm like sort of massaging him. I would okay.
1: <laughs> I'd rather have them just watch me when I run.
0: And he loves
5: he to needs, run. He needs to do both.
1: He does do both, yes. Yeah. yeah, he needs to do both. So um, so this is one of the things that might be able to help him, and I don't know how but we'll be able to tell him to do that while he's, like, on the table even. But dogs have, or all animals have what we call calming si- signals. Have you heard of these?
5: Mm-hmm. No.
1: And they are body language signals that animals use to calm themselves, and they're very, very important for people to know about um, because – if you see these signals, then you can tell like, if your animal is a little bit nervous or if they're calming themselves. We, they're healthy signals, we want to see them. Some of okay. them are licking of the mouth, yawning, blinking the eyes, looking and looking away, sitting down, lying down, sniffing the ground can be one, stretching can be one. And so what happens a lot of times is when the dogs are up on the table or being looked at by the judge, they can't do some of those calming signals because they have to keep their head up straight, right? So if they're right. calming themselves by turning their head or blinking their eyes, they're forced not to be able to do that. So um, so we need to tell him when he's in that position just to breathe and that it's going to be over within what, like like 10 seconds? seconds? like Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah. Seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and that not everyone is going to have to do that to him and that he can use those calming signals um, in other times when people are coming over to the house. So, like, when people are in in times where you think where he might get aggressive, you want to remind him, um, lick your mouth, yawn, calm yourself, look away, because lack of calming is closing of the mouth, staring, which maybe is why his eyes are hurting, and then mm-hmm. and then growling can be one, uh, body getting stiff, leaning on the front paws. So usually mm-hmm. if you see staring and closing mm-hmm. of the mouth, you need to remind mm-hmm. your dog to calm or your animal.
0: Okay. All right. So,
1: let me tell him if he heard that and that, that that's what he needs to do when he starts to feel aggressive, that he needs to do those signals instead because it's inappropriate. Okay. okay. Sometimes I get jerked a little if I do that. Yeah. (laughs) But what might be happening is that he's doing, like, a little bit of a, like, a lunge forward or something, and then Mm -hmm. he turns his head to calm himself, and then your timing is jerking him back, and so he thinks you're jerking him for the look away, but really it's for the lunge forward.
5: Yeah, well, he has a handler that shows him, and... um if he starts feeling
0: the
5: grumble come on, you know, in his throat, the handler will the handler will pinch him underneath his throat. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder if she feeling. could do
1: instead. I wonder if she could do like a cluck or a, you something. know, like something to get him to do a calming signal, get him to kind of look away, because otherwise he's in a scary position. He's feeling mm-hmm. really nervous. He can't calm himself because his head is held up high, and then he growls, and then he doesn't feel safe with his handler either because she's jerking him. Right. So see okay. if she can she can get get him, or, like, I don't know, can she talk to him when she's walking him? Yeah.
5: Cause yeah, because she could
1: say, like, a look at me, or, or a look away, or you could teach another command. Right. I mean, you don't want to praise him for the growling, but you want to... Oh. Right. <laughs>
5: Okay. And then as for people, like, for instance, my brother-in-law, who he's known his whole life, for some reason he doesn't like him, and I can't figure out why. We've tried. Has I mean, he always not guy. liked
1: your brother-in-law? He's, yeah, it's
5: not like he doesn't see him that often. He sees him maybe twice a year, but, you know, okay. he's three now. He's probably met him six different times. We what have is, my brother-in-law walking What does around. he look like? He is um okay. probably about 5'8", bald-headed, with glasses. Okay, hold on.
1: He, he says that he always kind of grabs him by the neck and moves his collar around or his skin around.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You notice that? Maybe he was a little rough with him once.
5: Maybe. It's not him? that kind of guy usually, but. <laughs> Maybe he just sure grabbed okay. his, Yeah. Did something one time that scared him or something. Yeah,
1: that scared him maybe when he was a puppy.
5: Maybe, yeah, because the last time he came to visit, they were here for five days. Uh, Scott wasn't oh, even able Oh, to...
1: okay. Well, keep working those calming signals. That's the most important thing. And keep okay. You want to tell him oh, you're safe, calm yourself. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. okay.
5: Next... He, he loves going to the dog park, but I've been scared to even take him because I'm afraid he might hurt somebody. Yeah, nobody needs to be socialized with those calming
1: signals. So you need to be safe, but maybe take your trainer with you. Yeah.
5: Okay. Thank
2: you. Okay, thanks for calling. So, yeah, can you tell us again what those calming signals are? Because I think that's really, really important. Yeah, the calming signals are um,
1: their body language that animals, and pretty much all animals, use them to calm themselves. And... Some of them, there's many of them, but some of them are licking of the mouth, like they'll lick their own mouth,
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yawning, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: blinking the eyes, looking and looking away, like sniffing the ground can be one, Um, Mm -hmm. stretching, like when they stretch back, Uh, doing a big shake, like they're shaking off a lot of stress or excitement. So if your dogs just did a big play session, then you might see them do a big shake, or if they were just aggressive, at once they start calming down, they might do a big shake. That's like shaking off a lot of stress.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, coming to you at an arc can be one. So like if you call your dog stern without a happy voice, your dog might be a little bit more frightened to come to you, and so or a little bit more timid to come to you. So... Bill comes to you in an arc and maybe even sniffing the ground in an arc. And a lot of people say, oh, look, my dog's ignoring me. But mm-hmm. he's not ignoring you. He's telling you to calm down because he needs, he needs to be reassured. So um, it's important to know them because it can tell you a lot about what your animal is feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Like once you see staring and closing of the mouth, pretty much your animal's nervous or stressed.
2: Right, and so right.
1: you want to teach them the calming signals it it they they, they learn the calming signals from other animals,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: that's why it's so important when your animal is young to get them out and socialize them, so they have a very natural um ability and foundation of these signals, so that the most confident dogs have been very well socialized when they were younger. yeah, it's hard with those show dogs when I was an animal trainer, we saw tons of show dogs for aggression, because they are forced to not calm themselves, like with mm-hmm. the how they have to hold their head. So it's a wow. common thing that she's talking about, and they're so confused. They're like, you know, what is this for? It doesn't make any sense to them. Yeah, so, I mean, really, it really t- doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, just to really explain it to them about what mm-hmm. it's for and why they do
2: it. and. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
2: I know it's helped me for sure with uh, with Ventura, my dog, that um, learning the calming signals from you really changed uh, a lot for him.
3: It did. Like, I, how
2: did you feel it changed? Like, what? Like, um, any time he was stressed and he'd do the look away, I'd always like pet him and say like, "Good dog," or you know, "Good job," or whatever, and like basically positive reinforce any of the any of the um, stresses, you know, like whenever he was relieving his stress, I would positively reinforce it. And it seemed to really help and making him more confident in stressful situations.
1: Yeah, it's important.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah, and cats have them. Cats will look a shoulder. Horses Mm -hmm. will do them. They'll chew and lower their heads and all the other signals as well.
0: So pretty much
2: every species I've noticed does them
0: to some extent. Totally,
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just happen to notice it in dogs a lot. They always do that shake after a stressful thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we got the, we got Laura from Massachusetts on the line. Hey, Laura. Hi, ladies. I'm here.
4: Hi, Laura. Hi there. Nice to meet you. Um, I was hoping you might be able to speak with my rabbit. His name is Norman. Okay. And, and what we,
1: does Norman look like?
4: Norman is... White with lots of gray splotches.
1: Oh, nice. Hmm. And what do you
4: want to um, know?
0: He's,
4: he's been having off and on um, dental issues. He's had oh. two dental surgeries in the last month. And oh. though I brought him in for a checkup last week, and they said, oh, he's fine, I can tell that he's not. Oh, so I'm okay. just trying to pinpoint what might be going on. Okay, okay.
1: has pain up on the top of his, it's sort of like at the base of his skull, it like pinches in to the right side.
2: Pain at the base of the
1: skull? Yeah, it's like, what is is like sometimes they can have pain like in the neck and the ear when they have teeth problems, but I don't know if that's necessarily, you
4: know, makes me feel
1: dizzy a little bit.
4: A little dizzy.
1: That could be pain,
4: just so he could feel dizzy because of pain. All right. Pain at the base of the skull on the right. So, like, near, so lower than his ears, back at the back of his head, almost where it meets what would be a next. I would almost say,
1: like, like, like um, if you ran your fingers, uh, like, sort of in a U from the ear. Okay. It would be right there. It's kind of in line with the ear a little bit.
4: In line with the ear. Okay. And he doesn't um,
1: when he chews, too, he doesn't feel like his teeth are lined up.
4: Oh. I wonder,
1: you'll hear this a lot, like I tell people, I think their animal needs an adjustment, but it would be interesting to see if he does need a chiropractic adjustment.
4: Chiropractic? Because,
1: yeah, because maybe even when they, when they did surgery on him, like the way they have to hold his neck and open up his mouth, like maybe that just shifted
4: something. Is the pain... Is it significant pain, or is it like a mild issue? That's a good question. It's like a
1: knocking on the door pain.
0: can oh. <laughs> feels a lot of
1: pressure. It almost feels like if you put your thumb on you, the base of your skull, kind of like... At the top of your neck and pushed your thumb as hard as you can. That's sort of how it feels. It's, there's like a tender spot there.
4: Am I touching it now? Can you tell me, if, am I on it? A little higher. I'm a little higher, so it's... No, he said a little higher. Oh, a little. Okay, so here?
1: That's it, Mom.
4: Oh. oh poor baby. All right. Um, but my
1: teeth feel better.
4: The teeth feel better.
1: Uh huh.
4: Okay, so we've got a whole new, another problem going on.
1: And my back nails feel better, which I don't know.
4: Oh, maybe <laughs> get him
1: clipped or something.
4: I think <laughs> I trimmed him before he went in. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Okay. It. All right. Um okay. I'll have okay. to see. I don't know that we have chiropractic for rabbits around here. I'm gonna to have
1: to. Yeah, thought you can look and see if a chiropr- uh, veterinary chiropractor
4: would we'll probably do it. You can call okay. around. Yeah. Okay.
1: Thanks for calling Thank in. You. Let Thank you so how much,
2: Laura.
4: Take, okay. take care. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. And our next caller is, uh, Danny's going to be coming up shortly. Um, I also wanted to say, yeah, chiropractors for our animals are awesome. Aren't they? Yeah. It's so <laughs> cool. Like, it really helps Ventura so much in these last days. I know. I really feel like they all need them. And I, every
1: time I tell people that their animals have a chiropractor, <laughs> I feel like people are going to be like, oh, she always says that. <laughs> I also feel
0: like
2: whenever I say that, like, oh, yeah, I took my dog to chiropractics or acupuncture. Like, people look at me like I'm insane. I (laughs) I mean, I guess people are probably already going to think we're insane because we're They only know all the things that we do for them.
4: (laughs) I know. Um, That's the least of the insane. (laughs) Danny?
6: Yep.
4: Hey there. Hi, Danny.
6: How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
6: Good, thanks for taking the call.
1: Sure. You have a pet?
6: Um, uh, well he's gone now, but I oh, had okay. one that I, that we love very much.
1: Okay, so would you like to talk to him?
6: Um, yeah, or, or just, you know or, any kind of uh, you know, sign or, or something. Uh I I kinda thought that he would come to me in my dreams sometimes and I always oh. thought that was awesome. And uh and I wanted to know if that was even possible and uh and you know, and if he was and if he was doing it, you know. Yeah, and that's a thought, good you know?
1: Yeah, that's a yeah. really good question about coming to you in dreams and it actually for spirit to actually come to you in a dream takes a lot um of, of amount of their energy in order for them to do that. Um yeah. so it's not as easy. As you may think it is, I mean, you definitely, there are definitely animals and people, spirits that come in dreams, and that's something that they can do, and it's easily done for them, but mostly it's very difficult, because they have to come into a dream, and they either have to create a dream, right, so go into your unconscious and actually create something, or they have to go into your unconscious and and into your dream world, and change a dream so that they're in it. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. when they come in dreams it's kind of like distorted. You're like, why is that with that? And I So um it's not an easy thing to do. But I will tell you like the most of like when pets come where you kind of can really tell that it's them there is yeah. if you're just sort of walking around or you're just Hanging out in your normal day Doing your normal routine And all of a sudden you have this like Intense memory of something that you've done With them and you just want to start crying Or you just all of a sudden start Laughing and like It just comes out of nowhere That is usually them like Coming around you and like Wrapping their spirit around you And trying to share like an old memory With you So, Well yeah
6: sometimes uh, Oh I'm sorry
1: No no go ahead
6: um, I was going to say, like, he's been gone for, like, a little bit over ten years, but sometimes I'll still randomly think, like, he just walked under my legs or something, you
1: know? Exactly. That is so it. That's him. That is him. It's, like, really important to pay attention to that. Like, people really want, like, a hit you in the face, but it's so subtle, the worlds from here to there, and it's hard for them to, like, do a sign that, like, smacks you in the face, you know? So when you feel that or when you sense that, that is definitely him.
2: Yeah, definitely cool. him.
1: Do you want to so,
2: ask her a specific question? Yeah. Or like talk to, talk to him um,
6: specifically? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, so uh, what was his name? His name was Ace, and he was a silver tabby. Oh, and, uh ace. He came to us, he was you know he he was the smallest cat in the block block when he came, and he ruled the block you know before he left and, uh,
0: and he had a girlfriend
6: across the street who uh who they left the garage open for him and put out extra food and he had a really cool friend down the block named uh snow uh named ozone and uh, and I was Wondering And that guy's gone too And I was I was wondering If he could be up there With his friends or anything
1: Yeah okay Let's ask him Okay hold on Let me get him
6: Oh oh And let me Can I ask you This one last thing Sorry Sure This is crazy Um So he's been gone For a while And we even moved Out of the house But While we were still Living there Other cats would come We cremated him And put his ashes In our backyard Where he hung out a lot Yeah And Funny enough, my dreams usually have him climbing around the fence in the backyard and through the grass in the backyard, and other cats seem to have come to congregate there, almost like these Jim Morrison and Harris. Oh,
0: you know? so And I'm wondering
6: if he really has, like, a really cool superstar cat, you know, thing going on.
1: Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. you got to trust that. He was saying that he sometimes comes and he sits on your shoulder,
6: yeah, well, he would kind to climb up on my head and my shoulder
0: too, yeah. oh
1: would he? yeah, so that's yeah. what he's saying that he still does that to you, and
0: that's I see really all cool. my
1: old friends, awesome, and he says, and tell him I'm not just at the old house, I'm with you still. Maybe one day I'll come back to you, but heaven's really cool.
0: Yeah.
1: He says you wouldn't even believe it there. There's also like holes in trees, like holes in logs that you can run through. And there's a garden of catnip. And I have my own throne. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: funny. He looks that's like he's living
2: nice. on like a like a velvet red throne. I think he is living like a rock star. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Eating the catnip, sitting on the throne. He, he loves his catnip.
6: And uh, his favorite place to hang out was on top of my kiss pinball machine.
0: Oh, flipped, wow. That's cool. All the,
6: all the lights would twinkle under him, and he would just go there all the time.
2: <laughs> oh, that's really neat. <laughs> That's cool. Cool. Thank you so much for your call. Yeah, Danny, right, thanks, thanks you for calling it. in.
6: No problem. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye bye.
2: Bye.
1: Yeah, it's it's important to track those feelings of like when they come around. Yeah, totally. The, the spirits.
2: Oh, Have you I'm sent Ventura tell... around? Ventura. Oh bye. yeah, totally. Oh, I just want to really quickly mention that I think I accidentally hung up on someone. So if you just called in and I hung up on you, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is me to be so, like <laughs> I'm so polite. She's like, sorry, I hung up on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm trying to do like ten million things over here. <laughs> um, yes, I have since since Ventura. Like I started, I just found this hike that's like amazing right by my house. And I've been going on this hike, and I totally feel him on, on the hike. And I've oh, never he's... gone there with him because he had just passed away right before I discovered it. And then I discovered this hike, and then I kept thinking, God, I wish I could take you here, Ventura. And then all of a sudden, like, there were all these, like, butterflies that would come by. Oh, it you're kidding. Slippery, yeah, so cool. and um, so neat. Yeah, I've been sensing him. You know, I've been um. really impressed to
1: that. He's such a powerful spirit, Ventura. Yeah. I I had this Dalmatian, he was so amazing named Ventura and he would wear clothing and I would <laughs> put sunglasses on him and hats and <laughs> Yeah, he was totally cool. <laughs> he was quite the character, right? And when I first met him, why didn't
2: he tell me that he sees and hears ghosts? <laughs> yeah, the first thing he, when he first met us, I think that was the first thing he said is that <laughs> Uh, I talk to ghosts or something. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I just asked that you, Shannon um, has a chat question. Yeah.
1: Okay, when Butterscotch is her dog, and what does she want to know
2: about Uh, Butterscotch? She wants to know, uh, yeah, what do you want to know? Let's see here. She's 11-year-old, a yellow lab. She's sick. Is there anything I can do for her to make oh, her more okay, comfortable?
0: That's,
2: that's the same one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, let's see.
1: Butterscotch, 11-year-old lab.
2: I was trying to get in contact with Butterscotch right
1: now. So her name is Butterscotch Annie.
2: Oh, Butterscotch Annie, yeah.
1: That's cute I thought there were two That's why Okay Mm -hmm. Sorry (laughs) Okay Okay She says that she um, Would like Cool water On her paws and she would like like a washcloth of cool water on her head mm. i know she must be running hot more massages massages down my front legs Scratch the inside of my ears. She says she's going to be healthier and run faster soon. Cool. I'm not too worried. I wonder what's wrong with
5: Butterscotch. You
1: know what,
2: Shannon just said that um, it could be that she's running hot because... It says uh it's ninety three degrees here in Texas.
0: <laughs> she's like, Get me with a with a cool towel, quick. <laughs> that that could
2: be it. That's
1: pretty oh, hot. So cute. And she's a lab, she's like, Water <laughs> Yeah. Aww. Oh that's so sweet.
2: Yeah, they call her Annie. Aw. Uh, that's a cute name, butterscotch Annie. That's so cute. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's there's your answer, shannon. uh cold compress her <laughs>
1: <laughs> scratch the inside of the ears,
2: yeah, <laughs> little
1: massages, yeah, it's, it's interesting because some dogs or some animals when they're sick, they wanna be pet less. I don't know if anyone ever notices that, but, like, sometimes with the animals, they'll kind of, like, turn away from you or walk out of the room. If you're, like, too in their face, they don't like, when they don't feel well, a lot of them don't like too many kisses. It makes them, gives them vertigo if you lean too much over them. So. Don't be too offended if your animal sort of walks away from you, and that's the calming signal. Remember, like, if you're going down to kiss your animal and they blink their eyes or turn their head, they're trying to calm you. Say, please don't do that.
2: Mhm. I actually noticed that uh, one time when the tourist really, really, really sick. He's, like, such a needy dog that's always in my face. And when he was sick, he just had, wanted nothing to do with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I yeah, totally. Sm- don't like that. smells can make them nauseous, and yeah,
2: it's hard to have a sick animal. I guess it's like that for humans too. I mean, when you're sick, you don't want to be with people. You just want to curl up in your bed. You know. So that's true, and have
1: too much senses. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Totally. Can we talk to Ventura? Sure, we can. Well,
1: Ventura has okay.
2: like uh what now like almost three to four weeks ago now. And Is that how
1: long it's been? God, I feel like it's been longer. That's not very long at all.
2: I know. And he was 14. He was a Dalmatian. Um, and he comes from a long line of, I think, fancy, famous Dalmatians. Though I'm not really sure because he didn't really act like this fancy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did. <laughs> he was definitely unique, a character. He was a character. He loved bananas. He would steal a banana from anywhere.
2: Yeah,
1: he loved bananas. Okay, let me get Ventura. Okay. he says that he's been thinking about it and he's thinking maybe he should come back as a kid. As a kid? As a kid. (laughs) Can they do that? Because seriously, I think I'd be a really good one.
2: (laughs) I don't know about that.
1: You could teach me how to read and play music.
2: That's true.
1: It's funny because it's like I think that maybe some of them can come, come back as kids. Like, I think I think for sure Stormy had a past life as a human. I think they can, but I think sometimes they have that will of, like, wanting to do that.
0: Right. And
1: then it doesn't necessarily mean that they can. Like, Maya said to me once, I'll be a horse. I promise I'll be a horse. And I'm like, you'd be a terrible horse. Like, no one up there is going to let you be a horse. <laughs> I mean, maybe they would. Who knows? But... but so I mean I don't think they can necessarily choose. I think there's something higher yeah. that governs that.
2: Yeah, but I don't think he's be a good kid.
1: But another dog, right? You taking him back as a yeah. dog.
2: Yeah, as long as he doesn't need his poop anymore. Or go rummage <laughs> through the trash or do all of the crazy things that um, he did with uh I mean, I trained him. Like we spent tons of money on training I worked with him and nothing ever works. he still his own <laughs>
1: own thing he says he really wants to be able to play music though oh I so, see yeah he loves it. but music. maybe you could teach him how to play music as a dog like maybe he could paw at something Or oh yeah one
2: of those like keyboard stepping on you know the oh, keyboard
1: match. right like Nora the cat who plays the piano
0: <laughs> right yeah, I
1: like that oh my gosh He says, or maybe he could learn to ride the bicycle like the other Dalmatian.
2: Oh, yeah, that one was cool. There's this awesome Dalmatian in Japan. If you check on YouTube, type in Dalmatian Japan or something. It's like the coolest dog. He rides a bicycle. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cute. It's so cute. I think it's a girl. Really cute. Um, I think we have a caller. Um, I don't know their name, so we'll just put them on. Okay. Hi, caller. Who's this? You're
3: on the air. Hello? Uh,
2: hello? Caller? You're on the
1: air.
3: Nope.
2: Caller is nope.
1: gone. Uh, Change their minds. Change their minds. They got, they
2: got the stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> the animal did. <laughs> yeah, I know, or their animals like, hang that move.
1: I can't say that in front of everybody, hang up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else, what do you want to ask Ventura? I
2: don't know, like, he's so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do he's you mean? He's just such a goofy guy, I don't really know. I'm just kind of like, want to be you know, I don't know, is he having fun? What is he doing? Yeah, is he having fun? What is he
1: doing? That's a good one. Oh, he says, right, he said he ran through water, like he's been playing there. But he said that one of the things, one of his new jobs there is going to be to help animals through fireworks season. And so he's starting to get, like, animals prepared for fireworks. Oh, yeah, because
2: July 4th is coming
1: up. Yeah, and that's really interesting for Ventura because Ventura was deathly scared of fireworks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Deathly scared. And then I lived in a neighborhood that was like, under fire during fireworks,
2: right? It's like, was like a war zone. It's like Blitzkrieg uh, over in my neighborhood um, in Highland Park, um, California. And it's crazy because almost year-round there's, like, fireworks going on at some point, and he would get so scared. And by the end, like, you helped me show him stuff or you worked with us, Mm-hmm. And he basically conquered that fear, and by the end, he was not even scared. Like, fireworks would go off, and he could care less. He'd just, like, sleep through it. And it wasn't because he couldn't hear it, because he was, still had his hearing at that time.
1: Yeah, he sounds like what he's doing is he's starting to create noises for animals that are really scared of fireworks, and then he'll be there to comfort them. So they're, mm-hmm. like, they're like gradually getting used to it. Yeah. And so that's what, what's really interesting about it is that our animals can have jobs in heaven. And, that, mm-hmm. and so he conquered something in his lifetime, and so now he's sort of designated to help animals um, with that same issue from heaven.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's really amazing. That's really cool. And, you know, I'm glad that he kind of brought this up because July 4th is approaching and a lot of animals are afraid of fireworks. Mm-hmm. And what um, worked for us was whenever, whenever there was a loud noise or a firework or something that scared him, I always, when I, he'd do his calming signal right there, shake or look away or whatever it was, and as soon as he did the calming signal, I would um, positively reinforce it by either petting him, saying good job or giving him a treat. I started out with treats because that seemed to work really well. And then yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so if, uh, if you're out there listening, that's like give your dog a treat whenever, you know, there's like a scary thing that happens, and then they do the, after they do the positive, the calming signal, that's when you
0: should
2: give mm. them a treat.
1: So, wait, Ventura's telling him, talking about the calming signal. Mm. He says, the thing about the calming signals that helped me, like marking the calming signals, is that I didn't know that I was confident. And mom was like, see your confidence. So it's like he didn't realize he was calming himself, so he became more conscious of the fact that he had that natural ability. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And mom was so proud of me so much, I was like, I love mom. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
0: I love you too.
1: My mom is like a super good mom.
5: That's why I thought I could be a kid.
1: <laughs> Jobs can be kids, you know. Nice. I went to a class on it.
2: <laughs> well, I hope my kid doesn't eat poop. <laughs> or banana peels. <laughs> yeah. I'll know if my kid starts eating banana peels at it's time. <laughs> we have one one more caller, so let's take this
0: call. Hi caller, who's this?
3: Are you talking to me?
0: Yes. Yep, we are. we're talking oh, to you. Oh my goodness.
3: This is Adele Brown and hi and, and, and Hi Laura, how are you? I thought about I'm, you so often and what a fun way to communicate. Both Sunny and Buddy are up here. Oh yay. And I think that they were listening to your voice. I'm not sure whether they were or not. I oh, I'll well, bet they
1: were. But Sonny was probably looking away and pretending he wasn't.
3: No, Sonny <laughs> is lying underneath the piano bench upstairs in the loft area.
2: Is he? He's
3: kind of, yeah, and he's kind of got it. And Buddy is right here. He was looking and looking and looking, and then he started. he's starting to groom himself.
1: Oh, yeah, that's can the comic thing right there. Can you hello to them so that they um, know that you're talking to course them? Of course I can. They're my, my two friends in Ventura, California. Yeah. Oh.
3: Okay, let and me get them. I miss you. Yeah. Hey, who are they? What are they? They're, They're kitty cats.
2: Oh, okay.
3: One of them is a gray-striped tiger, and the other one is my beautiful black panther.
2: Oh, sweet.
1: Buddy says that your singing is getting better.
3: Oh goody! I think it is too, and I and and it was so funny. I was in the shower this morning when I came out, and he and I picked him up and put him down, and he went in the other room, and then I started singing his buddy song, and he came running back to me.
1: Oh, singing his buddy song! See, that's so important. So, what's your buddy song? Can you sing
3: it for us? Oh, let's see. I I don't know. Sometimes it's a different tune, but it's buddy, I love you, buddy, 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 buddy boy. Buddy, come and see me, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy,
0: buddy, boy. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <I laughs> love buddy, it.
3: buddy, buddy, buddy. And he's ignoring me now because he's cleaning himself. See, and now, what you can
1: do is, like, if you want Buddy to learn something, you know, like if you want him to be, like, not to play as rough with the uh,
3: with Sonny?
1: Yeah, you could sing, like, a little lyric about how Buddy is kind with Sonny. He's careful with his teeth.
3: Oh, and that would help he, Sonny, too.
1: He, yeah, and and put it in a song so he can listen to it.
3: Oh, my goodness. So tell oh them what God. you
1: want him to do, not what you don't want him to do, you know, in that, the song. Yeah.
3: Can, is it safe to let them out for a few minutes every day? Okay, I'll ask
1: with, and so you want to know if they'll run away.
3: Well, I don't think they'll run away, but I don't want them to get, I don't have the gate anymore, and I don't want them to leave the premises. Yeah, so they need to really not leave what? the
1: premises. I can't, okay, hold on. Sonny says it's definitely safe for him, but he doesn't know if it's safe for Buddy.
3: Yeah, well, I, Sonny Buddy says, why do you say that? Why do I say that? No, yeah,
1: um Buddy oh, said why Sunny do you say, say that? that? And Sonny said, Because you're always going farther
3: than you should. Oh. And they do talk to each other still. Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't they sometimes they seem real close and sometimes they seem very distant. And son and Buddy hasn't been up on the bed too much. Mm. But Sonny has been sitting on my on the couch with me again.
1: Oh, that's good. So for background, Sonny and so Sunny said right that he wanted a friend. Is that correct? Did he say that he wanted a friend? But then once he got it,
3: no, he, wasn't he didn't. tell so me. I should have asked you before I got Buddy if you wanted a friend. Uh, oh, and,
1: and I so didn't. I never did. Sonny was not thrilled about his new friend at first.
3: No, he was not. But you helped calm him down.
1: And you were so persistent with it, and you made sure that it was going to work, and it did.
3: Yeah, How, and they are, it, and they seem to be good friends. They don't fight. And, and yeah. when they do, I can tell when they're playing, it looks like they're being very fierce with each other, but I think that's just when they're play fighting because I don't hear any complaints from either one of them.
1: Yeah, so let me just, they're both saying that they love
3: you. Oh, and I love them, and I, <laughs> I i use their calming signals back. I look at them, and a friend of mine said, oh, that when a cat blinks their eyes at you, that says that they are they're saying they love you. And so I huts? just blink my eyes back at them each one.
1: Good. Of them. See, that's a good idea. Everybody should do that instead of staring at their pets. But, yeah. no, we're gonna have to hang up soon because we're gonna have to do um, say our goodbyes to
3: everyone. Okay. All right. Well, oh, it was so good. It, I know the I know the cats have been wanting to talk to you too. <laughs> yeah, I missed you guys. Thanks for I calling you in too. Thank it's a economy Yeah <laughs> This is good I can call in on Thursdays This is wonderful There you go <laughs> Thank, Thank you Thank you so
1: much I love you a lot Yeah I love you too Get a new, new song going You can call back And sing
5: it to us
2: <laughs> Thanks <laughs> um, So yeah it Looks like we're On our last few minutes Of the show And um, to all the callers Who called in Thanks And To all that we didn't get to today, um, please call in and uh, join us in the chat room next Thursday at 12 Pacific Standard Time on BlogTalkRadio.com, and you can also download the previous episodes on Blog Talk. Isn't that correct? Yeah, that's right. And you go
1: to Blog Talk Radio, the pet psychic. And um, you should see the audio player for, for this episode. And then there's like a little iTunes where you can download it to iTunes or you can download it to your computer and play it on any one of your own media players. And you yeah. can also go to my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. And if you go to the blog page, you should be able to download it as well and also see the audio player for, for each episode. All right. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Talk to your
0: animals.